So, if you cheat on your partner with their identical twin, it should not count as cheating. I'll say this again. If you cheat on your partner with their identical twin, it does not count as cheating. You probably thought you were banging your partner and you couldn't tell the difference. No matter who it is that will come up and tell you that that's still cheating, I don't think it is. Not because I don't have an identical twin so that I can come and start comparing notes, but think about it. You go and you bang someone and you feel like you've banged your partner, but it's it's their identical twin. Of course, there's differences. But imagine if they're called Christine and Christina. And, and when you called out to one of them and you tried doing the thing, you know, it felt like the same thing. So when you get busted, you'll obviously just turn around and be like, baby, baby, I thought it was you. I thought it was you that I was hitting. I didn't know it was your sister. And just like that, you've easily gotten yourself out of a situation where you could have been busted for cheating because clearly it was a simple visual mistake. But anyways, I know there's some people that would really like to throw a vase at my face. But before we do that, we have a podcast to start. So let's do this properly. Welcome to Break Time on West Side, your number one break time podcast coming to you from Nairobi, Kenya. The man on the mic is a man whose favorite form of cardio is running his mouth. He is a man who believes that filet mignon is actually a type of fish. The man is none other than I, your tall, dark and mildly handsome man, Sir Denver B. The show is Battle of the Sexes, your weekly love, sex and relationship show. And we are on episode 52. Technically, if it was like a strict week to week type of schedule, this would have been marking a year. But, well, we've been having breaks and we celebrated over 100 episodes. So, well, we've existed for a bit of a while. Now. Before I get into today's topic, I want to get into something for a little bit. And that something is dating advice online. Uh, more specifically, the ones that people get on Instagram. Because let's be honest, a lot of these quotes usually just sound good for certain people, but they're mostly BS. Now, a lot of this does factor in as bad dating advice, and I did do an episode on bad relationship and dating advice, but unfortunately, people are still making such advice. People will continue making such advice as long as there's ears that feel like they want to be sweetened by, by, by some of that advice. And ladies, I'm talking about you. Because take, for example, this one, which I saw someone share on stories, which I'd sort of also seen again a little bit earlier before. It says, treat her like you're still trying to win her. And that's how you'll never lose her. Now, if you listen to Battle of the Sexes episode 50, which is how good is bad relationship advice, then you know very well how I'm going to critique this. Because I'm going to start by saying that it sounds very good to someone's ears and it sounds like very good and logical advice until you actually start to inspect the advice itself. Because if you're still trying to win her, then you haven't won her. So the gameplay is going to be a little bit different. When a politician is campaigning and they win and they finally get their political post, do they continue campaigning? I hope you guys are kind of seeing the sense that I'm trying to bring here. If 
if you were trying to get into a managerial position say you mix say you mixed in your meritocracy and you did a bit of organizational politics you got to a top level management position will you continue doing the same exact thing not exactly because the gameplay's changed the minute you move up that stage the minute you beat that stage and you move ahead then you automatically level up and your gameplay has to be a little bit different how you play when you're in amateur and how you play when you're in pro are two very different levels because you have to have learned a thing or two and you have to like level up and play the game a different way so when someone's telling you to treat her like you're still trying to win her it's like saying uh me trying to take her out on dates and blowing whatever money i have however little or much it is i should continue doing simply because i got her but i have to continue acting like i'm still trying to win her which frankly i think is bs i i'd probably say you know what spend more time with her but you don't necessarily have to do that you know you can dial it down you can focus on being a much better boyfriend and not trying to act like you're 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 going to be dropped for some other guy otherwise you'll pretty much be playing paranoid the entire time and the thing is people usually forget that the whole idea of trying to win someone the whole idea of trying to level up usually requires us to kind of push the limits a little bit here and there and the thing is whenever you're trying to push the limits you can only ever really do it for so long you can't hit the limit every single time like it's it's genuinely impossible it's not like you'll be able to lift the heaviest and it'll be the same exact amount every single time otherwise you're not lifting your heaviest and this is something that any power lifter or person that's been lifting heavy in the gym will probably tell you there's times when you can lift heavy and there's times when you can lift light and in as much as you can always try to push the limits it's not like you'll be hitting the exact same limit all the time so obviously even though we were to apply this in the relationship perspective I can't keep acting like I'm trying to win her the entire time. I have to dial it down. Like that's just how it's supposed to be. That's how we humans are dialed to work. We're not supposed to be working at our max 24/7, but there's a certain place that we're supposed to be at and there's a certain sort of state that we're supposed to be playing in which is sort of our normal. And that normal psychologists tend to refer to it as the hedonic treadmill. It's a certain state of happy where no matter how uh, rich or poor you are as is the case in most scenarios, you'll always be at a certain level of happy. There's a certain state that you'll be in. So for you to say that I should be pushing at my max every single time sounds quite illogical from my point of view. After you've already gotten your partner, I tell you this. Just focus on being a good partner. and being a better person because at the end of it what you were doing before you got your partner was pretty much peacocking and and you, and you can push the limits of that up until you get or you don't get the person after you've gotten the person the gameplay changes now it's about maintaining you getting to the top is one thing you staying at the top is an entirely different thing learning that difference is what will show you the difference between people who are at the top and people who aren't at the top So please let's stop acting like we don't entirely use our brains like let's try and scrutinize some of this information no matter how good it looks so that we can see the sense in it otherwise you're going to continue seeing people who will continuously be going up to their girlfriends friends and saying so uh I want to hear it tonight is that good enough and then they're like but 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 you're dating you're dating already 
and that time they'll be like but i'm trying to treat her like i'm still trying to win her and this was how i was doing it like i used to talk to you guys for advice so that i could you know warm my way into her heart you see the point so please start scrutinizing the advice that you get online and in as much as this advice seems like absolute bs there is a better way to say it so that it can sound better or at least sound more logical and if i can take a shot at it i'd probably say just because you got her and you're dating doesn't mean that the job is over like that makes sense because i know that this kind of advice is busy being pushed to guys that go start dating you and all of a sudden act like you don't exist or probably you know sort of just fall off the bandwagon and sort of laze around that way whatever the hell i just said sounds like it makes more sense than whatever trash it is that i just read so yes there it is i've done it i've given you much better dating advice and it's online and you know what it sounds a hell of a lot better now so anyways that aside we might as well get into our topic of today now over the past few weeks months hell maybe even a year plus I've been seeing a lot of these posts online where people talk about going out for a date, not getting none from the babe, and then women jumping in and talking about how they don't owe men anything because of the date, blah, blah, blah. Like take for example this one that I saw last week, which was from a guy who was saying that he still couldn't believe that he spent $150 and didn't do anything, and he even bought flowers. And after that, he talks about how he's done being the nice guy. Now, all of a sudden, his comment section was flooded with women be saying, Women aren't vending machines that you put kindness coins into and sex falls out. You can't buy women. You buy their respect. You want to make it work with a woman, you take time. This is not being nice. This is using someone for your own satisfaction. I'm proud this man didn't get to any stage with her. You know, he's not a good guy. We don't owe you anything. It's usually a bunch of women usually saying this over and over again. And yes, there is truth in both of these parties because let's put it down like this. Uh, the guy has gone out of his way to take this babe out to an expensive place. Sometimes they've offered to pay for dinner. They've given her a ride. They've tried to show her a good time and they're expecting something out of it. Because if that wasn't the case, then why would they bother doing any of that? and obviously they expect something out of it and they're hoping that they can get something good out of it and yes yes it looks entitled to women but let's put it like this uh now let me try and put this in a female perspective it's like traveling miles and miles for a guy that you want to bang that's been hyping you up for weeks maybe even months and you finally go to his place he lives quite a distance away from you and then all he does is go in barely last a minute and says that he's done on the first round even turns around and blacks out and as a friend of mine likes to put it that's like a wasted sin it feels like a wasted sin and the thing with it is it sounds like you've been shortchanged it sounds like you haven't gotten your your best feelings worth especially if this guy didn't even add any foreplay to it and that's kind of how we feel as guys when we we take a babe out to dinner and we get none of that so yes 
there is some logic in what it was that he was expecting because it's usually something for something it's not something for nothing like that's not how it works now of course women are right yes they aren't vending machines and they aren't expected to bang anyone just because we're taken out on a date like there has to be something to it otherwise we never really work on courting a babe or trying to be with them we just work on on making money and then taking them out to date so that we can bang them which let's be honest a lot of guys actually do but let's be honest the kind of women that they usually do that to don't usually classify as what some of these uh, motivational speakers would call a high value woman just saying so yes you shouldn't be doing that there has to be some level of of actually putting in the work that goes beyond just the monetary gain of it otherwise you're pretty much just going for the near equivalent of a gold digger but here's my issue here's my big issue it's not even both parties it's not who did wrong or what happened why do people still go on dates like that's my big question why do people still go on dates in 2020 this is something that has existed for over 300 years and that was back when writing letters was the most convenient form of communication that people had because Graham Bell invented the telephone in 1876 dating started in like the 1700s and people are still doing things the same exact way and if you think of the advancements that have been there since the 1700s which let's be honest they've been monumental we move from horses and carts to cars and not just gasoline cars now we have hybrids and fully electric cars hell we moved from the steam train we're on maglev right now how is it that people are still doing dates the same exact way like it doesn't make sense for me and here's the thing a lot of stuff that was done back then made sense because it was for functional reasons in the 1700 when dating started when dating became a thing it was because women had just got an equality and they didn't have to go from point a to b with a man so they were allowed to move around freely so now you didn't have to walk up to a woman's house and try and vibe them or you know spit game in front of their parents or a chaperone or a guardian just so that you can get their attention and actually i don't know woo them into marriage now you could take them out and go and speak to them on their own and that's where the whole idea of taking her out to dinner kind of started and boom dating worked it made sense back then but when you pay attention to the number of advancements that we've had in communication it kind of falls a little bit moot because Graham Bell invented the telephone then the telephone became commercially available to just about everyone and their girlfriend then the smartphone came in around 2006-2007 and right now the smartphone is so commercially available or or at least it's so affordable that just about anyone can own one the cost of calling and texting is quite low and there's at least 20 something social media sites with about 3 or 4 of them accessible to just about everyone and you're still telling me that people want to go on dates to dinner like it doesn't make sense so yes you could say that yes maybe there's a physical element to it but i would tell you that you know what in as much as yes people want to get to know each other you can do it all from someone's dms just text each other like that's been the mode of communication that's worked for a lot of people right now in our generation and it works 
you get to know someone so what's the use of going out on i don't know three four five six romantic dates in the name of trying to get to know someone better it doesn't make sense and also when you look at the statistical side of it dating is more detrimental than it is beneficial especially to guys because according to statistics it seems like women attend dates more for the food than to get to know you so you thinking that you're a fine man busy trying to get a babe to go out with you for dinner so that you can see if you can you know make her feel real good then maybe she can give you the coochie you're doing all of that for nothing she just wants to go and try out japanese without giving you any of that sushi like it's just what it is and this is part of the reason why i say that people shouldn't be going on dates right now if you really really want to go on some sort of a date opt for netflix and chill netflix and chill has solved so many of the problems that people will usually want to look at when dating because think about it like this if you want to know how someone is and if you want to know how someone lives then look at how they stay like look at where they stay hit them up for a bit of a netflix and chill they'll come to your place they'll see how your place is they'll see how you live so it solves a bit of that then you guys can get a little bit of that conversation while you whip up some food or maybe even that's some food that's already been whipped up it shows that they care about the stomach and you know they're probably a little bit good with that conversation and then when it gets to the time for the netflix and the chill come together aka when you get to clap cheeks then at that point you get to know how sexually compatible your partner is with you and that's just solved that as opposed to going for chinese takeout at some place i don't know walking around the zoo or something and i don't know going to feed cats or pigeons i don't know whichever it is that makes you feel good you've probably solved a hell of a lot more in terms of getting to know someone than you have with a so-called romantic date so at that point it just looks like the whole idea of the romantic date doesn't really seem to make sense so in that case why the hell do we still go for it because clearly at this point romantic dating or at least going out on dates is in my opinion overrated and for the naive and old because clearly someone is forgetting to look at the fact that we have advanced in technology we have advanced in communication and people can slide into dms for i don't know the cost of zero and you can get most of these problems solved so now back to our homie or 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 at least our subject for today's topic who was busy complaining about spending 150 on dinner and not smashing if he opted for the netflix and chill slid into those dms make sure she said yes beforehand thus saving her i don't know 150 plus or minus transport and if she says yes coming through to his place spending i don't know all of 50 on food and drinks and all and maybe some weed if you're into that kind of thing and then hitting it like you you can clearly see that this guy had a lot more to gain from a simple netflix and chill this whole idea of trying to act like you're a gentleman and trying to show that chivalry is still alive with a date please can it send it somewhere else if someone tells you that they like dates then they probably just want to eat just saying because clearly there's something about going for dates right now that doesn't really make that much sense so please my homies men let me say it like it is dating is outdated no pun intended 
dating is outdated. Go for the DMs, move to the Netflix and the chill. If that doesn't work and you want something that's a little bit more chilled, then it's okay to meet up at an event. It's okay to meet up just to get to, you know, see the person that you're talking to and making sure that you're not catfished. There's nothing wrong with that. And it can just be for something very chill. It doesn't have to be a romantic date. Otherwise, you're going to continue getting into the same situation this subject got into while they're busy complaining about spending so much money on a date and getting absolutely nothing. Now to my ladies, please stop eating so much during dates. Then maybe we'll stop complaining as such. And if you know someone is taking out on a date because they want the coochie, just offer to tell them no. You don't have to gain from having an exotic dinner. You can do that with your own money at some point. And eventually, you'll end up reducing the number of people that say that we don't owe you sex just because you took us on a date. But anyways, I want to know your thoughts on this. Should we abolish dating as a culture? Should we move on past this and just stick to the DMs and Netflix and chill? The Instagram handle to hit us up on is at Breaktime on Westside. Slide into the DMs. On Facebook, it is also at Breaktime on Westside. And on Twitter, if you want to hit my personal DMs, it is at Bagaka the D. The B and the D are capital. Drop your comments, drop your feedback. If you have any episode ideas that you'd want us to talk about, you can also hit us up there. And if you are on Castbox, you can leave your comment there. We always reply, or at least I always do. And I will catch you guys on the next break. Take care.